0: the perfect place to go to get away from the hustle and bustle of everyday life. You will fall in love with its towering mountains, breathtaking waterfalls, peaceful neighborhoods, and serene ambiance of quiet streets. Nestled far away from the uproar of the big metropolitan, 45 miles south of Salt Lake City, Provo is surrounded by the scenic Wasatch Mountain Range and the tranquil waters of Utah Lake. Find your oasis in the country's most peaceful and happiest town, where the majority of its population are young,
1: adventurous, and religious. Where candy shops are more numerous than bars, downtown parking is free, and a place where nobody smokes.
2: That was like one of those lame TravelPedia commercials or something. I loved White Zombie in the background of it though. That's what they—that's the music. That's what they. Maybe there'll
0: be a White Zombie concert when OU makes a trip to Provo, huh? Okay. White Zombie, big fans of Provo, Utah.
2: Okay. Well, the schedule is out, Tyler. Yeah. What
0: do you think? Like it? Love it?
2: Hate it? I like it. I don't love it, but I like it. What do you like about it? Um, I like the I like the Cincinnati game early on the road. I think that's cool. Um, I think uh, Iowa State in town for the Big Twelve home opener is nice. Uh, before you go go play OU Texas, playing Central Florida I think is cool. Um, road games, you know, you're in the state of Oklahoma at Tulsa and at Stillwater. And the only time you're playing outside of the state on what is a true road game is Cincinnati. Kansas and BYU. Now, I know Oklahoma State and T- those are Tulsa are true road games, but you're still in the state of Oklahoma. So, um, like, especially Tulsa, majority Oklahoma fans are going to be at that game. Stillwater won't be majority, yeah. but it's easy travel. It's going to be a
0: packed house, probably a sold out house in uh, every single road game that you play this year. Cincinnati, yeah. that'll be the biggest home game they've played in how many years? Probably a long time, right? OU playing there. Um, Kansas, they're going to have more excitement going into their season than they've had in a while. Uh That's going to be a huge game for them. Um, Of course, at OSU, last time you might play Bedlam in a while. And then BYU gets OU on senior night. So, OU, no surprise once again. The road trips that they make, and then, of course, at Tulsa as well, it's the biggest road game or biggest home game for all those teams, most likely.
2: I found out what the delay was. Oh, did you? Um, And like I said, uh, you've heard me say this before, Josie doesn't bring the hammer out very often. So when he does, it's got to be something big, something that definitely means a lot to the program. And I got word that the delay was the road game to BYU. and. Josie really wanted it to fall on my birthday, November eighteenth. <laughs> I
0: didn't even think about that. So you actually had me sold for about twenty-five seconds that you were about to drop some uh, good
2: information. Now, appreciate you, uh, Josie. You're the best athletic director in the country. Wow, for this that. will be
0: Teddy's first dry birthday in about twenty years, maybe even longer than that.
2: What makes you think I'm not going to pre-ship some booze
0: to my room? Actually I could see you I could yeah. see you doing that shipping some seltzers out or something. They probably the check it up there.
2: They probably check anything that you take into your room. No, I like it. Um now there's there's a lot being made out there on the social webs about the road game to BYU and then the quick turnaround Friday game against Texas Christian University.
0: I That's the most interesting part of the schedule to me.
2: It is I I mean it's cool that we're playing on Black Friday but as far as a as far I would be worried if we played on the road somewhere and then had a quick turn around on the road again. The fact that we're at home I, I don't worry about it being a short week at all. I know it's late in the year but
0: yeah. I'll be interested to see when that Black Friday game is. I'd be surprised if it was 11 a.m. the, It'll day, be after the day after Thanksgiving. yeah, yeah. it will be. Um, what time of the day will it be? That I, 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 I don't know. You, 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 think like you think hundred percent they'll play that game on that Friday because we saw last year. Remember that Iowa State game was supposed to be on Thursday and they ended up moving it back to that Saturday. I wonder if that happens here.
2: I have no idea about that. Now this seems like it's a little bit different. Um Black Friday games are kind of a thing, right? Um like a Thursday night game is a little bit a little bit different. Even though that Thursday night game really set up nicely, what we were off the week before, so we didn't have a short week leading into Thursday, and then we were home the week after that, so we had a long prep for I think Baylors. Is that what it was? Anyways, didn't happen, but I I don't think it's that big of an issue. Um you know, part of the reason is, like, you know, they're trying to make that last game big. But I, I could be wrong about this. I I don't think TCU is going to be the team they were this year. But. I didn't think TCU was going to be the team they were this year leading into the season. Yeah, so. but
0: this year's like they they have to deal with some real expectations going into this year. Um, they It'll be the for them. ball
2: definitely the ball
0: and the hits definitely bounced their way last. Year. It's it's hard to get those for two consecutive years. Like, yeah. I don't think TCU's going to be five and six when they make their trip to Norman. But I also don't think that they're going to be a one loss or an undefeated team when they make it to Norman. Which yeah. kind of leads to the conversation of if you were to look at it right now which three games do you think are the three toughest next year? I think OU Texas is number one. It's the toughest game. It's the most important game. Um, Then I I think it's a toss-up for two and three, man. I could see that game at Cincinnati being in the top three. And then – Maybe that game at Provo is in the top three as well, just because it's, you know, mid November on the road that late in the year. I I think that that might be my early top three for three toughest games.
2: It's interesting, you know, a game that late, it's hard to predict. Like, we're either going to be hitting our stride, playing our best football, or, you know, rolling into Provo with a beat up football team, you know? Uh, maybe injury like, it it's hard like everything square we're healthy they're healthy uh, i think it's going to be tough you know here's the thing though it's it's hard for me right now to to know necess- to know what we've got in BYU and Cincinnati and central florida i just haven't
0: yeah, the, the only I, I, All thing, these other
2: teams, I have I know the roster for, yeah, you know...
0: The only thing that we've seen, and it's one thing, and it's a way-too-early like Big 12 poll for next year by 24-7, but if you remember, BYU and Cincinnati were, I think, like outside the top six or seven in that. That doesn't obviously tell the story about how good they might be next year, but at least by 24-7, those two teams weren't thought to be you know having some of their best teams in the last decade or so yeah. maybe even taking a little bit of a step back from what they were 2 years ago when both were pretty good
2: yeah and i BYU looked promising whenever they won that Baylor game early but then didn't they kind of fall apart so let's see last yeah, year yeah
0: they definitely they fell beat... apart i remember they they lost to liberty late in the year right
2: yeah here's how it went down they played Baylor in the uh, number 9 Baylor in week 2 of the season went to overtime they won it at home Then they lost to Oregon the following week on the road, beat Wyoming, beat Utah State. Then they dropped four straight, lost uh, by eight to Notre Dame. In Vegas. Lost to Arkansas, got pounded by Liberty 41-14, lost to East Carolina 27-24. That was a bad loss. And then they they won their final three games of the season, beat Boise State, Utah Tech, and Stanford, uh, none of which were any good, I don't think. And then... They beat SMU in a, in a really good bowl game, 24-23. So they ended up 8-5. and five. Um, It was a tough schedule, but, you know, aside from the Baylor win, they lost to the tough teams on their schedule. They lost to Notre Dame. They lost to Arkansas. Um, you know, Liberty's been strong. Uh, lost to Oregon, but did beat Baylor.
0: Well, here's the reality that everyone knows. Um, I'm looking at three teams specifically that you play next year to where it's going to be their Super Bowl. Um, OU will be Cincinnati's Super Bowl early in the year, right? Cincinnati gets them at home. Uh, Oklahoma State, that's definitely going to be their Super Bowl next year. Last time you could play Bedlam in a while, and I think uh, the same could be said about BYU as well. So regardless if those three teams are any good, and I don't think that necessarily any of those three teams are going to be picked to finish in the top four next year, whatever their best efforts are next season, you'll get those three teams' best effort along with Texas probably as well. Yeah. So you had that to look forward to. What do
2: you remember about this this BYU quarterback, Jaron Hall? Uh, his numbers look pretty good. Threw for over 3,000 yards, 31 touchdowns, 6 interceptions, and uh, was their second leading rusher uh, with um, 86 carries, 346 yards on the ground. Uh, not a whole lot. I-, I was like most people,
0: and I watched that Baylor game. Uh, that they won that late night in week two, and, and have like a
2: bunch of bad turnovers in that they game. They
0: missed, uh, they missed a field goal late, right? Yeah. Didn't that one happen? Um, I, I didn't really catch BYU that much for the rest of the year for whatever reason after mm-hmm, that yeah. after that Baylor win, but they got all the way up to number twelve. We had a very short conversation last year, a very short conversation in week three about the potential of BYU making the playoff because they were the number twelve team in the country and they had about the to go play at Oregon. They had the schedule; they get beaten Eugene, and then we kind of ended that talk and really didn't talk about BYU again.
2: Yeah, yeah, hard to know, but you know that's it's going to be a you got to imagine going to be a huge atmosphere for them, but they've hosted some really nice games. Arkansas last
0: year, yeah, they played Florida State in the past, UCLA in the past. I think they've hosted, but they, 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 Oklahoma coming to town for a conference game on Senior Night—that's going to be that's going to be huge. Yeah. And judging by I was telling Parker this, judging by the text line and Twitter and everything, they're going to be a lot of OU fans that make that trip. That's That's cool. going to be a tough ticket. Yeah,
2: um, I'm glad. I hopefully there's. I would imagine there's going to be a bunch of OU fans make the Cincinnati trip, too, right? Yep. It's going to be weird. We talked about this previously, but it's going to feel like we play six non-conference games and six conference games. It's going to be strange.
0: Kind of feel like half of the conference games are Big 12 and the other half they're playing in the American.
2: Yeah. it's <laughs> kind of what
0: it feels like. Yeah,
2: it does. It does. <sighs> but, hey, I'm down for it. I think all in all it ended up, You know, it kinda unfolded pretty well for the Sooners, right?
0: Yeah. No, I mean I is it fun to play Kansas State from time yeah, I mean, yeah, it has there's been some good games. But not playing Kansas State and Baylor and really even Texas Tech, I've been telling you, I think Tech's got a chance to start in the preseason top twenty five next year. Like I think Tech's got a chance to be, you know, an eight or a nine win football team next year. Baylor's going to have a real chance to bounce back. Kansas State will still be pretty good. Not having those three teams on the schedule makes it a lot more manageable next year.
2: Yeah. And I think that's one of the reasons there was probably – there's maybe some delay. Uh, maybe so. Because we're supposed to be on the road to Kansas State. Yeah. Supposed to be on the road to Baylor. Yep. Both those teams are – most likely going to be pretty salty. Uh coached really well, tough football teams. Both of them have their quarterbacks coming back. Um And
0: both feel like they've had your number recently yeah. because they kind of they kind of have had yeah. your number recently.
2: Yeah. So, yeah, it's that getting out of those games is I I think it's a good enough schedule to where clearly like you need some teams to be be pretty good, but all in all, especially coming off the year that we've had, I think you gotta feel good with sure. the the hand that we were. Uh, doing. we
0: gotta get to Bob Stoops coming up next. November eighteenth in Provo. I did the research. Average high is fifty two degrees, okay. average low is thirty point eight degrees.
2: Uh, not that's football weather, it's man. Football
0: weather in the state of Utah. Now, Let's go.
2: You got some elevation to deal with, um for the football team, but nah, they'll be fine, young kids. Come on. What well, you got to worry well, about? I'm
0: worried about the fans more than I'm worried about the players and yeah. the uh, <laughs> the high yeah. elevation out there.
2: Rightfully so. Rightfully so. So You nah. heard it in
0: the intro, too. There's more candy shops than bars out there in Provo, and nobody smokes in Provo. Maybe it'll be the first road game in recent memory where everyone's flying back, not hungover.
2: Is that is that like a big bragging point now? That well that was smoked. that
0: was uh, I just YouTube Provo Utah and they brought it up so yeah I think they brag about it.
2: Well I know here's the thing though there's no smoking anywhere now. So I would say like if you want to actually stick out maybe attract some people hey it's a, we should all bring our vapes. Is that s- what you're saying? Smoke wherever you want. It's it's the Wild West out here. You can victory smoke.
0: Someone bring victory cigars to uh, Provo just in case you need them.
2: Start getting some uh, vacationing smokers out there in, in Utah. I
0: guess the move is to fly into Salt Lake and drive over, bus over to Provo is how they probably do it out there. I don't know. Most people stay in Salt Lake Thursday and Friday night before the game. This is the type of research we have on our hands for the next few
2: months. I don't know. Is Pro, you tell me Provo's not big enough to fly into? Man,
0: I, I, that's what I don't know. I mean, it may be. But Salt Lake is not very far away, so I'm just guessing that most people fly, fly to Salt Lake yeah. and stay in Salt Lake or Park City and just drive up to Provo. I don't know.
2: Well, you're right. I've been looking at Cincinnati's schedule to see what type of big home games that they've had. I finally found one, and whether it's big or not, we'll leave that up to interpretation. 2015, they hosted Miami. That's it. Yep. Everything else sucks. And I'm guessing Miami wasn't very good in 2015. I, I think you're probably Pretty right safe about assumption
0: that. with them in the past decade.
2: Yeah. All right. Quick timeout. More from The Rush coming up. Coach Stoops joins us next.
1: Listen every Friday on The Rush for filling up the stat sheet. Teddy and Tyler will let you know who will fill in that stat sheet this weekend. Brought to you by Dorsey Jones Buick GMC in El Reno. I-40 and exit 125, just 20 minutes from OKC. A little drive to big savings. Service, your state forester, and the Ad Council.
0: It is the Rush on the Ref. Tyler McComas, steady layman. We'll get Bob Stoops here shortly to talk about uh, everything that's going on with him. They had the open, open practice on Saturday. They had an XFL event. It looked like last night at cool. uh, Texas Live. Cool. The Rock was there uh, speaking and everything. That did look cool. We'll get his thoughts on the uh, Big 12 schedule that was released today as well. In the meantime, let's take a look at the Air Comfort Solutions text line, 405-651-3439.
2: Look at you. You scramble like a vet, man. You like that? You've been doing this a while.
0: Yeah, have some, have, have multiple, uh, what do they call it, <laughs> plates in the air at one time? Yeah. yeah. Dallas Bill says, Sources confirm, in all caps, so I know it's serious. Ted to buy all the Ref Army adult drinks sold at Lavelle Edwards Stadium for Ref Army Appreciation Day. Hashtag generosity.
2: What's Lavelle Edwards Stadium? Oh, is that gosh. BYU? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, I'll foot God, this, the tab this on that. This guy's just
0: not ready for this new look conference, I tell you.
2: You're going to have to expense uh, non-alcoholic beverages, but I will pick up all of the booze in stadium.
0: Uh, Parker and I were talking about, apparently, you know, there's not a lot of alcohol in Provo, but if you are into flavored sodas, oh, <laughs> buddy, that's your spot, which I made the comment because someone's saying, well, Teddy will fund all of the uh, flavored sodas for the Ref Army. That's probably more expensive than your yeah. old 12-ounce uh, Michelob Ultra or something like that. Those are probably about five bucks a pop. You're still walking out of there with about a $75 bar tab
2: at a, uh, at a, at a soda place. Yeah. Huh. So, flavored soda pop, huh? What's your, what's your go-to flavor? Dude, I, I guess
0: orange or grape pretty standard (laughs) i'm not not, i don't sample the flavored sodas have
2: you been to swig
0: where is that at i don't even know where swig's at. there's
2: one over at the university town center um is it like pops up there uh yeah it's just like a drive-through and they've got all kinds of different like they've got coke pepsi dr pepper they've got all those and then they have like i don't know different mixers and concoctions that you can put together it's actually really good Hmm.
0: What flavor do you get then? If it's so good, coconut cream pie, pineapple upside down cake, bacon flavored soda. Maybe this
2: is going to make me sound like an old ribeye pastime. flavored soda. That's a joke hey, that we'll people to that.
0: Listened, listening yesterday would get.
2: Um, I get I get a buttery beer. It's like um, like from Harry Potter. Is that what they have in Harry Butter Potter?
0: Butter beer is what they have in Harry well, Potter.
2: Well, this is it's root beer. It's like um butterscotch flavoring and there's like some type of like cream or something they put in it too it's awesome i love yeah. it if you're if you like root beer a lot of people don't like root beer but anyways swig flavored sodas
0: is there a change in altitude in Provo yeah. how high are they <laughs> <That's> so high <laughs>
2: They are incredibly high.
0: Uh, Brazilian sooner. Texas goes to Alabama and to Baylor before OU. The shootout in Dallas could be huge. Yeah, um, was looking at Texas schedule today. There is a world, and it wouldn't be the first time that they start off their season three and three. They got Rice at home, then they're at Alabama, Wyoming at home, at Baylor, Kansas at home, OU in Dallas. Nice. If Texas can get through that first Woo. six weeks, then they'll they'll be fine, but I'm not I'm not so sure that they're gonna get out of that first six weeks with at least two losses.
2: Uh by the way, Provo, Utah elevation, forty five hundred feet.
0: Okay, nice.
2: So there is some there. Quick
0: Google search away.
2: Yeah. Uh yeah, Texas is you know, it's so interesting that why did they why are they able to keep the Alabama stuff and we had to ditch the Georgia-Tennessee? You're
0: not going to like the answer and you're going to fight it and you're going to push back on it and you're going to call it crap and you're going to hate it and you're probably even going to get mad at me, although all you did was ask the question. They played Alabama last year first, therefore they can finish the home and home with them this year before they go to the SEC.
2: Yeah, that's stupid. And did you come yeah. up
0: with that? Is See? that your answer? <laughs> Uh, I've been doing this show long enough to know what the response
2: was. I mean, they knew before they played that game that they were going to the SEC. It's not like they found out, you know, this offseason that they're going to the SEC. Ridiculous.
0: Uh, Tyler, I hope you're not counting Kansas as a sure win for Texas. Yeah, good point. Good point. That's not the, well, it's never been a layup for Texas, but it's not the layup for everyone else that it's been in the past. I guess Texas has uh, 10 of their 12 games are in the state of Texas this year. The only two games outside the state, they play at Iowa State and at Alabama. Yeah. Otherwise 10 games in state. Wow. And We've o- got OU eight. only plays um one game in the state of Texas this year. First time since 95 that they played only one game in the state of Texas.
2: We've got 8 in the state of Oklahoma, right? So
0: 8 uh yeah, I guess that's right. I didn't think about it that way, but good point. Yeah. You're on top of things. Yeah.
2: Hmm. Well, have you had enough time to look at all of the schedules out there through the Big Twelve? Oh kind of,
0: yeah, I think I have.
2: Yeah. Anyone stand out as having a particularly uh, difficult run of it? I thought it. I thought it interesting
0: that BYU. <laughs> welcome to the league, guys. You do get a uh, home game with OU. But in back-to-back weeks, they have to go to Texas and to West Virginia. Ooh! <laughs> I, I found it interesting that right out of the gate, year one, they're saying, "All right, BYU, you're going to Morgantown, and you're going to have to do it after playing another road game."
2: Wow! Yeah, that is. Um, welcome to the league. We're going to send you on the longest road trip possible in conference. Wow, that's got to be a five-hour flight or more. Six.
0: Well, you are going with the jet stream on the way out there at least, but yeah, that's probably a good bet, five hopefully hours. They,
2: hopefully they throw them up. Hey, this is going to be a big game. Let's, let's do a 7.30 kickoff. Oh, gosh.
0: <laughs> Yikes. Uh, what do you think about the OU home schedule? Arkansas State, SMU, Iowa State, UCF, West by God, Virginia, and TCU on a Friday.
2: I think it sucks, but I'm okay <laughs> with it. <laughs> Right? I mean, come on. True
0: this, honesty there is what
2: you get. It sounds exactly like what you said earlier. It sounds like a, an AAC schedule. Arkansas State, SMU at home, UCF at home, Iowa State, West Virginia, TCU. Is there uh, the history of power five schools? Like West Virginia is the only one, right? And they were what? They were Big East? Previously? They
0: were Big East uh, at least in 2007. They were Big East in 2011, so barely over 10 years. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Uh, No one else. Oh, my God. That's
0: a good point. 15 years ago, if you would have peeked into the future and said, hey, here's OU's home schedule in 2023, and you see all these teams, you're like, oh, my God, did we get relegated
2: to the WAC? What happened? It's the Mountain West AAC Challenge. Yeah, that's what it is. We we play – I mean, really, if you if you want to think about it, Texas, and I know TCU just made the college football playoff. I, mean, I understand that, like they've legitimized themselves, but they were still a non-power five team before long, or uh, not long ago. So, I. There's there's like zero name recognition on this schedule oh, yeah. at all. And there, there, there are Texas. zero
0: fan bases who are selling out their ticket allotment for the game in Norman next year. Arkansas State, no chance. SMU, no way. SMU fans will all sit in suites. They won't actually sit in the stands. Uh, Iowa State, no. UCF, no. West Virginia, no. And TCU, no.
2: Now, here's the thing about uh, – like that's just like name recognition and looking at some of these schools and – and, and like, how much energy and attention does it draw? But here's the thing. Like, SMU has, you know, turned that program around. They're doing well. Kevin Wilson at Tulsa, I imagine, is going to do well. We know what Cincinnati has been. UCF is uh, a good program now with what Malzahn's doing. Um, you know, I, TCU, obviously. Like, th- these are good. I don't mean to say that these are bad football teams, they're just not they're not attractive.
0: Not attractive yeah. matchups. Like and and you're about to rid yourself of that going to the SEC. Like what's a good example? Um like Ole Miss may not be a good team when you get in that league, but they're still like on the attractive scale, like there's there's still a lot to Ole Miss compared to West Virginia and basically the entire home schedule that we just read off. If
2: we had Ole Miss at home next year, it would be by far Not even close. It would be our best home game. Well,
0: how many SEC teams would be by far and away? The the better way to look at it is which SEC teams wouldn't be the most attractive team on the home schedule next year. Vanderbilt? uh, Maybe even Missouri would. Like 12 or 13 uh, SEC teams would be the most attractive team you would have next
2: year. I know. That's wild, right? But, hey... Like I said, there's some really good quality football teams uh, on the schedule. Just not big names that draw national attention. It's not a it's not a matchup that everyone's going to be circling and looking at. Now, some you may the season may unfold and you play yourself into one of those matchups being a big time matchup. Who knows? Maybe maybe UCF coming in. What what was that? Would be week seven. Maybe UCF is coming to town undefeated at that point, and that turns into what could be a, a big matchup nationally. But as you look at them right now, you know the TCU game is right. Is, is that what uh, do we agree on? That TCU is the biggest home game.
0: I, yeah, yeah,
2: yeah. I mean,
0: and, I, and TCU can be the biggest home game, and they can roll into that game as an eight and three team in in the fringe top twenty five,
2: right? They could also roll into that game as a six and five team, and maybe
0: still be. And I, I'm saying they could be. They could roll in eight and three and still be the marquee home game.
2: Yeah, yeah, But like sure. It's
0: not necessarily situational with them.
2: Now Iowa State is is going to be probably the toughest home game that you look at right now, and not that I think Iowa State's going to be any good, but. No one beats them by more than three no. points. <laughs> the
0: good news is, I, I mean, I look at the schedule, and there's, it's very manageable, I think. I think you'll be favored in at least 11 of the 12 games that you play next year. You disagree with that?
2: Mm, I don't know. You may
0: not be favored against Texas next year. We'll, we'll see what happens to them early in the year, but I think you're at least favored in 11.
2: Yeah. At this point, not enough information given.
0: Well, I'm giving you all the information, all you need. A hot take.
2: Well, you know, we, we start dropping football games left and right like we did last season. And you'll
0: still be favored like you were a year ago. You go into Lubbock as a like three-point favorite.
2: Yeah. Are you, what do you think about us dodging Baylor, KSU, and Tech, three teams that beat us a season well, ago? I, I
0: think it makes your schedule a whole lot more manageable, man. Um, I think it looks makes the outlook of the schedule look a whole lot different.
2: Do you want revenge, though?
0: I don't really care about that, no. Yeah. They've gotten enough uh, revenge on those teams throughout all the years.
2: As a player, I'd be pissed that we don't play them. But sitting where I sit now, yeah, it's like, yeah, probably a good thing. Uh, BYU stays free at all Marriott's,
0: says someone in the 918. Nice. Uh, Teddy uh, this one says Teddy chill after a losing season this could be just what the doctor ordered
2: Hey no I agree like, I'm not sitting here telling you that um I wish we played a bunch of blue bloods at home next year uh like to get us back right I think the schedule is I think that's right it's just what the doctor ordered but it still doesn't change the fact that the home schedule sucks.
0: Are there divisions in the conference next year? Well, kind of. There's Big 12 teams and there's AAC teams essentially. No, there's no divisions.
2: Next I've year. heard a couple of people like referencing that. Did they do it and try and hide it? Like I haven't looked at the whole breakdown where they, you know, where the you got the grid and you can see all of the games there. Um, it sounds like some people keep asking that question if it's divisions. And no,
0: there's no divisions next year.
2: Yeah. Well, I I know that they haven't labeled them, but the reason I'm asking is because – is it hidden in there? Is that why people keep asking if there's divisions? Like, Is there something about the scheduling that makes that question come up?
0: Um, no, you just – you've. I I don't know why that keeps coming up. Yeah. There's no divisions. Gotcha. Uh, Peyton says, LOL, we're playing five current AAC teams, my lord. I thought that when we were talking about it. Um, almost half of your schedule yeah. is American Athletic Conference teams. That's right. Currently.
2: That's what I'm saying. It's the um, – it's the – Whatever the whack AAC challenge, what it's uh blended into.
0: I thought Provo was 6,969 feet above <laughs> sea level.
2: Uh, that's whenever you uh sit in row 69 in the stadium, yeah. that's how high you are.
0: Don't forget, no caffeine in Provo either. By, uh, BYO coffee, tea, soda pop. No. Is that serious? No caffeine? Yeah, caffeine. Yeah, that's a real... I'm sure you can find caffeine in Provo. Maybe it's the happiest place on earth because you don't drive by a Starbucks and there's 25 cars lined up bumper to bumper at all hours of the day. Maybe that's why there's such a happy group out there in Provo. No kidding.
2: At first, I was like, this place sounds horrible, but now now that you mention it, it actually sounds great. Because you can get your own caffeine if you need it. You know, If you need a caffeine dealer, let me know. Uh, I know a couple of guys, especially out west. So, yeah, caffeine, not that big of a deal. But, yeah, if there's not a Starbucks on every corner, Ugh. sign me up.
0: It's the get-right schedule. We'll uh, soda pops are $69 each. You guys, jeez.
3: <laughs>
0: I did say uh, soda pops may not be cheap out in Provo, but mm-hmm. they'll be a whole lot less expensive than what they would be in Orlando. Because everything is priced, uh, what, five times higher in Orlando than it is anywhere else?
2: Well, if we were going to Central Florida, what happens is – you get a wristband before you take the trip down there and everything just ends up getting charged to your wristband. And
0: it w- I actually would be for that because you're, you're waiting in line to get to the stadium and you're way back and you could just use a fast pass to get to the front of the line and enter into the stadium. And, you know? char- and
2: they can charge you whatever it costs. No one even yeah, cares. Just get me in the stadium. If you don't have the fast pass,
0: you don't make it in until the third quarter. That's how it goes at UCF.
2: Yeah, the Fast Pass has, there's like a covered uh, line with air conditioning in it, and everyone else is standing up. Screaming in kids the
0: everywhere in the concourse at UCF. Ah, oh, happiest right. place on earth.
2: That's
0: uh, great. Good stuff.
2: All right, we got to hit a timeout. Quick break. More from The Rush coming up. Stay tuned.
1: Opinions. You've got them. We want to hear them. Sound off 24-7, 365 on the ALZ.org slash stories to learn more. A message from the Alzheimer's Association and the Ad Council.
0: Text galore on the Air Comfort Solutions text line. We'll get to that momentarily. Um, Looks like some breaking NFL news. The Denver Broncos are about to hire former Saints head coach Sean Payton Though, What do you make of it? Uh, they're going to have to cut him a massive check and also send a first-round pick to the Saints. So you better hope he is the uh, get-right guy for Russell Wilson.
2: Do the Broncos have a first-round pick? They
0: actually do, yeah, because they traded uh, Bradley Chubb, I think it was, during the middle of the year.
2: Oh, uh, the Saints first the Saints get the Broncos fir- their next first-round pick in 2045. That's whenever they have uh... a... <laughs>
0: The Seahawks get their good first-round pick this year, but the Broncos do have one.
2: I don't know. Uh, my My first thought is, you know, Sean Payton is obviously an excellent coach. He's done some really good things, Um, has a, a really good track record of success. But here's the thing, man. This is what you always got to worry about. Are you hiring a great coach? Or are you hiring a coach that had a great quarterback? And he only won one Super
0: Bowl with that Hall of Fame quarterback, Breezes. Yeah. Which, you know, that's not I know what winning a Super Bowl yeah. is hard and I, there's a lot of great coaches that only won one Super Bowl. It's just, you know just adding to the point or adding to the question, yeah. I guess.
2: Yeah, I just I don't I don't know what you're getting. I I think he's I think he's good. I think he's he's a guy that can uh, you know, one thing that he takes in to the locker room and in, into the franchise is credibility. And that goes a long way. I, you know, whenever you had Hackett there right out of the gate, as soon as something doesn't go well, what happens? Everyone starts pointing fingers at the guy in charge. And as soon as people start pointing fingers at the guy in charge in the locker room is unsure about, can this guy handle it? Then you can get some bad stuff happening. and, now that doesn't mean he's immune to that, but he does at least buy you some time for maybe some rough, rough patches. Uh, you know, you have some time to work through those. But I don't know. We'll just have to wait and see.
0: By the way, Ref Army is uh, doing their um, they're doing their homework here. They're fighting all the Starbucks and bars in Provo. This text says there are three Starbucks in Provo.
2: What do you mean there's three Starbucks in Provo?
0: I don't know. There are three Starbucks in Provo is what it says. You're looking somebody's at somebody's like lying.
2: I am. Either Starbucks is lying or the no caffeine available in Provo.
0: They serve all of the caffeinated soft drinks on campus. This says you can find caffeine and beer in Provo, but none around the campus. Yeah. We are getting conflicting reports here. You're right. Conflicting
2: reports. Don't know what to believe.
0: The 69 stuff is stupid. Grow up, people. That's from the 405. Prish. This one says, early prediction for the BYU game. A low-scoring game in the snow. 6-9, to nine OU wins a nail-biter. William and Moldrow.
2: Can we hit three field goals in a game?
0: <sighs> it didn't look like it at the tail end of last year. Yeah. Sometimes... Even if you make a field goal or it looks like it's good, they'll even call it no good. So
2: Ooh. you better
0: make sure it's right down the pipe next year.
2: Don't make it close. Yeah.
0: Are we going to have to deal with that crap next year? Yeah. The god awful officiating. Sure. Which has seemingly made its way to the NFL as well. Well, some teams are really starting to complain about it to the league.
2: We got some great offici- officiating in the uh, Big 12 uh, Southeastern Conference Challenge. It will be back to crap tonight <laughs> against Oklahoma State. Well, it's tomorrow night against Oklahoma State. Oh, is it State. tomorrow? Yeah. The OU women
0: play tonight ah, against TCU. Okay. Fan appreciation night. Free admission to the Lloyd Noble Center. Right. And they're going to honor Taylor Robertson after the game. Awesome. But thanks for the opportunity to plug uh, free admission for the women's game tonight. Appreciate right. that. Good deal. Uh, no K-State, no Baylor, nor Tech, uh, nor Houston on the schedule. You asked me for my opinion. What's your opinion of no K-State, Baylor, Tech, or Houston? Uh,
2: well, kind of like I said, uh, as a player, I always want to to have another shot at whoever beat me the year before. I want revenge. Um, But, you know, this year, like the schedule, the way it's lined up, it gives you a good chance to stack some Ws. I'm not mad i I like going to kansas state i I like the stadium I like the crowd I like the choco tacos up in the press box um same thing with baylor you know it's a it's not that difficult of a road trip it's It's a nice stadium it's you know it's not it's a good football team, nice environment all of those things are great, but I'm not mad we're not going on the road this coming year i mean it's going to be nice to have uh look at a schedule and say. Boys, we got no excuses. Let's go do something. And no Houston really traffic. Yeah. And no Houston traffic.
0: Sean says the quicker we leave the better. This doesn't prepare you for anything but the New Mexico Bowl or a mid-major.
2: <laughs> it's what it feels like. Which, you know, that's the thing though. That's why that's why Oklahoma's going to the SEC. Cuz it's been this way for a while. Like the home schedule outside of Joe C doing work out there. And doing the home and homes with your Ohio States, your Notre Dame's, Tennessee's, Georgias before uh, it got axed. I mean, outside of those games, there's there's nothing that you look at on the schedule and say, "Oh my gosh, this year we get so and so at home. That's going to be great." It's it's just it had totally lost its luster, and it's it was time for a change. I hate saying that. I love the Big Twelve. I think. I think the new teams that are coming in are all good programs that have a chance to be, you know, even better now they're joining the Power Five. But it just, just, you know, it doesn't. They don't have a big fan base. They don't have an exciting fan And they're never going to either. They're never going to.
0: One more. Interesting take I'm reading. Is it possible OU and Texas hasn't posted their own schedule graphics yet because they're still trying to be in the SEC by then? No. I don't think so either.
2: Didn't they just kind of repost? They just the
0: retweeted. I think both just retweeted, like, the Big 12 Conference uh, release of the schedule. Yeah. Which, by know. the way, like, they were building this up since yesterday. Schedule reveal, let's go, let's go. I thought that they were going to be doing something cool and exciting. Nope, here's just a
2: graphic for you. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, I don't know. I it's I know those conspiracy theories are still out there, and— I would love nothing more than something dramatic to happen regarding next season, but I'm, I'm, I am I'm. think it's unlikely. All right, quick timeout. More from
1: the rush coming up. We'll wrap up our number one next. Opinions. You've got them. We want to hear them. Sound off 24-7, 365 on the Air Comfort Solutions text line at 405-651-3439.
3: For more than 45 years, Balfour of Norman on Campus Corner has been a favorite of Sooner fans everywhere. It's where you will find all the latest Sooner gear for men, women, children, and even your dog. From hats and tees to shorts and socks with great brands like Jordan, Game Day Couture, and many others. Jerry and Libby, thank you for your continued support and encourage you to shop local whenever you can, including Oklahoma merchandise from Balfour or shop online from wherever you are at crimsonproud.com, where you will find everything Sooner.
1: To play in 2023 is right here at Riverwind. With over 2,800
3: of your favorite games. You're simply the best. And with the best rewards program in OKC. It's easy to see why Riverwind is the Metro's best casino experience.
1: My name is Dee, and I dream big.
0: I need a good job to get what I want, so I signed up for DRS
1: Transition. Are you a teen with a disability? Get free career counseling, work experience, and a paycheck. DRS Transition helps us get ready for life. Dream big. Dream big. Contact Oklahoma Department of Rehabilitation Services, 800-487-4042 or okdrs.gov. Are you in need of purchasing your own health insurance? Are you turning 65 and confused about Medicare? Are you an employer looking at offering benefits to your staff? Call the agents at Allison Insurance. They'll sort through the confusion. They're not captive to just one company, and they'll get the best option for you. Don't get frustrated. Call Allison Insurance at 800-580-5587 or 745-2968.
3: Allison Insurance. They are the experts. Sooner fans, for a limited time, order a Book It bundle from Pizza Hut and receive a free book for young readers with your order at participating locations. Visit the deals page at pizzahut.com to build your bundle of two large single topping pizzas plus an order of breadsticks. Pizza Hut will donate $1 from every purchase to provide access to books and educational resources. Pizza Hut, the official pizza of the Sooners.
2: Caring for an aged loved one can be challenging. Let us help your family. At Arbor House Assisted Living and Memory Care in Norman, we offer a safe and loving environment with a full-time licensed nurse, medication assistance, emergency call system, along with housekeeping and laundry services. Come tour our beautiful community, call 405-292-9200, or visit us online at arborhouseliving.com. We want to help your family so you can be part of ours.
3: Hi, this is Martina McBride. With online news, social media, and texting available 24-7, the world seems to be spinning faster and faster every day. And it can be overwhelming. Sometimes we just need to unplug and take a break from our electronic devices. It can help reduce stress and allow us to reflect on the things that are really important in our lives.
0: This message brought to you courtesy of the United States Air Force.
3: Every three minutes, a baby is born with a cleft, making it difficult to talk, hear, eat, and even breathe. Many won't receive the treatment they need to thrive. Through training and financial support, Smile Train gives the power of healing back to local communities so they can provide life-changing surgeries and other services at no cost to families. Help us change the world one smile at a time. To learn more, visit smiletrain.org learn.
0: Okay, so five tacos of cheese and a large soda. That's $10,012. Please drive around.
3: Wait, 10000 what? It's
0: obvious you're buzzed and driving.
3: I've only had a few. I'm fine. Yeah, the food's 12 bucks, but getting pulled over for buzz driving could cost you around $10,000 in fines, legal fees, and increased insurance rates. Please drive around. Actually, just park and come in. Nothing kills a buzz like getting pulled over for buzz driving, because buzz driving is drunk driving. Brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council.
2: Hey, this is Daniel Laughlin, the Energy Efficiency and solutions Specialist at OEC, and we want to give you some tips on ways to make your energy bills more manageable these next few months. First, take advantage of the sun's heat by opening your home's blinds and or curtains during the day. Lower your thermostat a few degrees. You can cut heating costs 4 to 8% for each degree lower. Finally, find and seal leaks around window casings and doors. OEC members can also visit our website to apply for a free home energy audit. Find more tips at okcoop.org.
0: Cavins Construction, bringing to you this hour of the rush. If you have an emergency repair, CavinsConstruction.com or 405-573-3048. That's 405-573-3048. Uh, one texture says, hey guys, late to the show. What's taking the Big 12 so long to release the schedule? Sorry, I had to say that one more time. Yeah, rest <laughs> in rest in peace to those texts and potentially rest in peace to the Hey, is Jeff Libby going to go to Alabama? Oh, because really? Washington's OC uh, Ryan Grubb uh, announced that he's staying at UW and not mm. going to Alabama. Mm. So we'll see if Bama's—they're uh, going to find an offensive coordinator. We'll see when they're able to able to do that. You think
2: that Saban a couple of guys
0: are turned him down now?
2: May do what uh, Belichick did and have his defensive coordinator call offensive plays.
0: Yeah, or I, Saban doesn't have a son. I know Belichick hired his son. <laughs>
2: Yeah. uh, uh, Interesting to see how this whole thing is is unfolded there for Alabama. Uh, They'll be just fine. They'll be just fine. But, you know, Saban would would love nothing more than to poach some uh, up-and-comers from other teams out there looking to make some headway, trying to chip away at Alabama. Um, But if he has to, he'll just fire – or, excuse me, hire a – Big name retread, Kingsbury, something like but that. But
0: the Washington offensive coordinator saying,
2: yeah, I'm good, that's like, whoa, okay. I'm telling you, it's Dang. not It's not a, in my opinion, it's, it's you're going somewhere f- where you could be axed at any moment. It's a, It's like a one-year gig. So. And if
0: you don't work out there, that's pretty damaging to your coaching yeah. career, if you don't work out at Bama. Absolutely.
2: All right, quick timeout, hour number two of The Rush, coming up next.
1: 1400 AM, KREF, Norman, Moore, Oklahoma City, and 99.3 FM, K257DA, the REF Sports Radio Network. GMC continues its commitment to professional-grade engineering in the GMC Truck Series.